Welcome to Best Film Friends. My name is Sebastian Sanchez. Here with me is my BFF, Olivia. Olivia, how are you? Oh, sleepy, but... Sleepy? Yeah. Ready to embrace the day. Mm-hmm. We're in college right now. We're college <laughs> students. <laughs> well, we've always been college students, mm-hmm. but yeah. now we're living in dorms, which is mm-hmm. different. Yes. It's cool, though. I like it. Do you? So far? Yes. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday I got some food on campus, and then we played basketball together on a big-ass gym, you know? Yes, that did happen. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like we're living the life. <laughs> I feel like it's so easy to, like, eat healthy here and do exercise and do a clean living that, you know? Like there's no excuse. You have a very different diet than me. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm saying yesterday or the day before, I ate everything for breakfast. <laughs> Dude, uh, yesterday I ate. You were here. I ate uh, the Tostitos bag, but the big one, and then some fucking Oreos. Say love you. Yeah, I mean, my stomach is, like, acting kind of weird right now, but, yeah, c'est la vie. <laughs> Carpe diem. <laughs> Are you ready? For what? To talk some news. Yeah? Let's talk some memes instead. Some memes? Yeah, we can talk some memes. <laughs> I don't know what the new memes are right now. Um, I know a lot of the World Cup memes. Mm. Yeah, uh, so far right now, we're on the point where they're making fun of Neymar a lot because, like, every time you touch him, like, he falls, basically. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who that is. Um, the Brazilian player. No. He's mostly, every time he's on the floor, mostly. No? Doesn't ring a bell? I don't watch soccer. No. Uh, I uh, tried to watch it when we were in the dining hall the other day, and I... Yeah. You had Saw no a bunch interest. of people running around and yeah, I could follow it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's okay if it's not your sport. I mean, you're wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so for our listeners, just to give them a heads up, we're going to change the format of this show a little bit. Just a little bit. Barely. Barely. We're just cutting down the news. Yeah, so the problem is that every time that we do a podcast, we want to talk about the movies, and we don't, we want to do like half and half, like half news, half movies, but... We just don't know how to stop talking. <laughs> That's true, but um, we always get too much news, and we end up talking about them for like almost an hour, and then we just like speed run the movie. So, since we're not that great at not talking you know and <laughs> shut it up uh we're gonna do top three or uh pieces of news that we like we thought it was the most interesting during the week and then we're just gonna name the headlines at the end so we'll do three and then a speed run basically so hopefully that will leave us more and more time to talk about the movie and this week we're gonna talk you're gonna help me out with this uh Hereditary. Hered- <laughs> Hereditary. Yeah, dude, I gotta say, like, all slow. I don't know what it is. There's um, It's like Ancestry. 
No. Synonym? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know what it is about the word that I can't, like, say it. Hereditary. You that, just did. Yeah, I'm getting better. Don't psych yourself out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so today we're going to have uh, the new format, and then we're going to talk hereditary. So, Olivia, everybody talk some news. Yes. Yeah? Okay, so... Um, today is Friday, the, the 6th, the of, 6th July. of July, which means Ant-Man premiere yesterday. Correct. Yes. Uh, the numbers are in and apparently it has made 11.5 million just on the Thursday, which is bigger than Doctor Strange and Wonder Woman. Paul Rudd's a bigger star than Benedict Cumberbatch and yeah. Yoko yeah, at least in the States, for sure. He's been in the game longer, and he's more likable than both of them. Yeah. And also, I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul Rudd is a sweetheart. Every time he's on Conan. <laughs> have you seen it? Or no? I don't know if I've seen him on Conan. Dude, every time he's on Conan, he doesn't bring the clip that he's supposed to. <laughs> he brings <laughs> he brings this, um, this clip from the movie Mac and Me. Do you know what Mac and Me is? No, I've never heard of it. So back in the 80s, E.T. was selling a lot of toys. And yes. Was, yes. And it was like the biggest movie ever. Of course. So McDonald was like, I want a piece of that, you know. So their plan was to make their own E.T., and they called it Mac and Me. And it's <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible, horrible movie. It's atrocious. And then at some point, there's like, the whole film is bad. But there's especially like three scenes. One of them, like I'll show you later. But another one, they have a dance number in McDonald's. And Ronald McDonald is there. Honestly, I'm going to watch it and I'm probably going to love it. <laughs> It's a uh, well. Your family likes to watch like bad movies and then make fun of them, right? Not consciously, but uh-huh. yes, we well, do. Okay, yeah. So maybe you play with your family is gonna be like the biggest comedy ever, you know? <laughs> so yeah. So my point was that every time he was uh, he's on Conan, he's like, "Yeah, I brought the clip for the new Ant Man," and then he shows the Mac and me always. Always, without a fault. Is it always the same clip? It's always the same clip, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and the last time it happened, Conan was like, every time you say is uh, the actual clip, you bring something else. So, are you sure you're not lying to me? And Paul Roy is like, no, I'm sure, I'm sure. Why would I lie? Yeah, why would I lie? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it makes uh, $11.5 million on one day. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, not even like one day, like like three showings, seven, yeah, nine, seriously. and seven, yes, seven, nine, eleven. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what? We know why. <laughs> it's the charisma. It's Evangeline Lilly. It's yeah, the yeah. soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to see it. For sure. Um, apparently, apparently, Evangeline Lily, like, doesn't wear a wig on the Ant-Man movies. Okay. But if you see, apparently it's her real hair, but if you see her hair in the movie, it just, it looks like a, like a huge wig, like a very bad one. Like, 
I don't know. I've never really paid attention to that. No. I will. No, you will well, now. She has naturally really curly hair. Did you ever watch Lost? Uh, I watched a few. I watched them until like season three and then I it's dropped good. out. I loved it. I love Lost. Yeah? Then they go out of the island and then they have to go back to the island for some reason. Yeah. 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 I, re- I remember watching that premiere. <laughs> Dude, Lost was a phenomenon. I know. I wish I could go back in time and like watch it when yeah. it was on TV. Yeah. It was also like a different landscape back then. Because, like, I feel in a lot of ways, um, like, CBS, Fox, NBC's, like, series were more popular than the Showtime HBO ones. Yeah. So, this one was on Fox, and it was, like, a phenomenon. People were saying, like, what do you think is in the vault? Or, oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I know. Those people were my parents. <laughs> Those people were me. <laughs> yeah, and there was no... Well, there was internet, but... There was no binge-watching. There was no binge-watching, yeah. Unless you got it on DVD. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I do have some of Lost on DVD. I think I have the whole first season. Yeah? Maybe for the first two. What is the best season of Lost? Best season? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, everyone says season five and season six are horrible. Uh-huh. I think they're fun. It's just, like, classic JJ. <laughs> yeah. With the... um time travel and yeah. the unresolved monster stri- uh, issue and yeah. on it, i enjoyed the whole way through mm-hmm. i cried in the last episode <laughs> <laughs> okay um but i hate matthew fox with a passion do you i don't like him do you wow why mostly i don't like his character i don't like uh-huh. jack shepherd but uh-huh. Something about his face bugs me. I'm uh-huh. just okay. Not into him as a person. Yeah. Sorry, Matthew. <laughs> I can't help it. We all have those actors that, for some reason, like just they don't vibe with us, you know. Mhm. Yeah. That's mine. Yeah. Kind of like Tom Cruise with you, and also mine. <laughs> American Treasure. Anyways, Movie Pass, dude. I told you this the other day. We should change our podcast to like the Movie Pass podcast because like every week we talk about Movie Pass. It's hard not to if you're talking about movies and yeah, you see as many as we do. <laughs> so if you haven't been keeping up, AMC has opened up like their new Movie Pass plan, Movie Pass like plan, you know, and then Movie Pass to I guess to compete or keep up or. Stay. I think it's just to stay afloat. Yeah, stay afloat. Like it's, the only reason they're doing it is to make more money. Yeah. And that's what they need right now, I think. <laughs> well, what are they doing? Do you want to tell them? With peak pricing? Yeah. It's basically you can go see a movie on opening night, but because that's when the most people are going to go see it, you're going to get charged a fee mm-hmm. because you're going at a popular showing. Yeah. So it's basically, if you don't want to get that surcharge, 
You have to wait to see big <laughs> movies until maybe a couple days later or go to mm-hmm. a matinee. Yeah. Depending see, on the movie. Uh-huh. See a different movie or go sometimes later. Maybe like the next day or whatever. But Honestly, I'm guessing probably all of opening weekend is going to be I a know, no-go. Huh? Oh, my God. Dude, so when MoviePass announced this, they said that they were going to charge a small fee. The small fee is 3 to $4. <laughs> per movie? Oh per movie, yeah. That's not a small fee. That's a fee right there. That's not a small fee. Small fee is like 50 cents, you know? <laughs> a dollar at most. But 3 or $4, that's like... In some places, that's like almost matinee tickets. You're right. Yeah. That's true. Like in Texas, the matinee is like four fifty. I mean, last time I went, so. Last time I went to Texas. <laughs> Dude, Texas was a trip. It was cool. <laughs> Everything. And is... also so off topic. <laughs> <laughs> People come here to get their news, get their Texas um, uh, mentions, okay? Get... For sure, for sure. Tom, get a compliment for Tom Cruise. There's a lot of Tom Cruise fans out there. Um, yeah, so they're adding it. They're uh, three they to four. They say that dollars. they're gonna put a um, like a lightning bolt next to the ones that are. Um, they have like a lot of a demand. red lightning bolt next to the movies that are at peak pricing and a gray uh-huh. one next to movies that are likely to become peak pricing. Oh, interesting. Okay. So they don't have it on the app yet. I yeah. just checked. But I don't know. It's kind of an interesting mechanic. Mm-hmm. I, I think we were talking about this yesterday. I think that this is going to last, but they'll bring back seeing a movie more than once. Yeah. Yeah, because... Um so the AMC is called A-List, but basically it's like a movie pass. Um, you can see any showings. IMAX, no, 3D. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You can see viewing. any format, three movies a week. You can um, buy it in advance. And then you can see the movie more than once. So that's like a pretty awesome deal, honestly, for $20 a month. I feel like it's a really good deal and it's worth it. So, and I think MoviePass knows that. So, somehow they're going to try and compete. So, mm-hmm. I agree with you that they're going to get a rid, rid away with that bullshit rule. There's definitely, I think a lot of people are going to go with this plan, the uh, A-list, because yeah. AMC has a better, um, not reputation, but it's it's just been around longer than MoviePass. Mm-hmm. So, people trust it more. But it's also yeah. more expensive and... It does, at least where we are, most independent movies don't go to AMC. Mm-hmm. They go to different movie theaters. Yeah. And that's the big draw for me is that I can go to the independent theaters. Yeah, me too. And see those movies. So I won't switch to A-list yeah. anytime soon because I'm not ready to have $20 a month leave mm-hmm. my bank account. Yeah. 10 is fine. <laughs> 10 is doable. Yeah, I have. I'm a AMC Stub subscriber. I've been. Do you pay for that, or you're just a free? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you pay twenty dollars a year, I believe. Oh, that's pretty good. Or fifteen dollars a year. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I've saved up like a lot of money. Like it pays for itself if you mm-hmm. go to the movies a lot. Basically, pays for itself. And I've been a sub subscriber for, I think, three years now. Wow. Yeah. So, I like AMC where we live. Like most of the theaters are AMC. There's only a few ones that are landmarks. There's two and landmarks, and there's a couple Regals. Yeah. Uh huh. And. And then there's like. Three other random, yeah, like really shishi. Yeah, the Horton Plaza one. one. They're actually the Horton Plaza one. They're taking out. Oh really? It's not going to be a mall anymore. So. Horton Plaza is not going to be a mall anymore. Yeah. What do you mean? It's going to be like office buildings. I don't know. Horton Plaza. Yeah. No way. Well, no one goes there. I go there. Nah, no one goes there. I mean, I've I've gone there, and last time I was there, it was like empty. The only reasons I go there is to go to the Balboa Theater. Yeah. Dude, I remember Horton Plaza was a shit back in the day. <laughs> the labyrinthine mall. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say about the movie pass? Oh, please don't go under before award season yeah. <laughs> um, starts. That's hey. all. I just want to see Wildlife, directed by Paul Dano. Mm-hmm. And I'll be satisfied. Um... Okay, Paul Dano. That's the that's his movie, right? Starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Starring dude, what a fucking cast right there. Jake Gyllenhaal and who who else? Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. Fuck. This is his first movie, I know. and he has some and heavy it's hitters. Like everyone, people are saying it could be up for best picture. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But I I think it's gonna it's a really good debut. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of good debuts this year. Our movie that we're going to talk about yes, today. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I didn't want to bring it up yet. <laughs> Sorry to Bother You just came out this weekend. I think that one has been getting really good reviews for yeah. a debut film. Yeah, since it debuted in like Sundance or Khan, something like that, it has mm-hmm. gotten like good reviews. Yeah. Um, the only thing I want to say to MoviePass, I know it's not consumer friendly to everybody, but I will pay more than $10. To just, like, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see one movie a day for $10, $15, $20, whatever. Like, I don't care. I just I just want them to stop with all the bullshit that every, like, every two weeks, they basically change the terms of agreement. Every two weeks. It's bullshit. You're not wrong. It's confusing. It's, it's so confusing, but whatever. Movie pass. <laughs> Um, and then last but not least for our top news stories is that Nicolas Cage uh, joins the animated Spider-Man movie as Into the Spider-Verse yeah yeah, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse as a villain do you know which villain it was? as a villain oh no 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 no. I think he's playing an older Spider-Man yeah actually you know what I read it he's playing noir Spider-Man I don't know what that means but so do you know what the Spider-Verse is? I saw the trailer for the movie, so I have an idea of what it means. But yeah. I, you know, I don't read comics. What do you think it means? It's a multiverse. Yes. Of and spi- there's different Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Nicolas Cage is basically going to play a... It's called Noir Spider-Man, and he's basically like a Batman Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. vigilante, but dark. Yeah, like his costume rude. is all black, and he's finding like... 50s 40s mobsters stuff like that yeah it's like very noir 
So it's pretty that Spider Man is pretty popular. There's a few Spider Mans that are popular and mm -hmm. that's one of them. Um the future one is really popular too. They don't even need to cast Nicolas Cage, they could just cast Andy Samberg. Yeah. And he could do Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy Samberg does a great Nicolas Cage impression, dude. <laughs> I am really excited for this movie. Ever since yeah. I saw the trailer, I love the art style they picked. It mm -hmm. looks so cool. Yes. It's like uh it's like peanuts. Remember that I'm animation? Yes. Similar. Yeah. This one looks cooler than the other one though. Yeah, this one for sure looks cooler than peanuts. <laughs> um in the trailer, the father son dynamic. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I think it's I gonna think be what sweet. What? It's gonna be sweet. It's gonna be sweet. Yeah, I think what I'm most excited about is that one. This is our first animated Spider-Man movie ever. Well, not ever, but like but on the big, big screen. On the big screen, yeah, it's our first one. And then, um, what I'm excited is that Spider-Man looks. I think he's like a 30 year old on this movie. One of them. <laughs> Yeah, one of them. So I'm excited about that. I I like high school Peter Parker, but I like the 30 year old Peter Parker more because he has a shitload of experience. Do you know who's playing him? I'm not sure who's gonna play Spider Man, uh, and I'm not sure who's gonna play Miles Morales either. But the animation looks fucking gorgeous, gorgeous. So yeah, I just let's see. Let's see. Who's <laughs> It's my love, Jake Johnson. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Peter Parker? Yes. Oh, no way. Mahershala Ali is in it. Leah Schreiber, Lily Tomlin. This cast, oh, my God. Shamik Moore is playing Miles Morales. Did you ever watch The Get Down? Um, no, I haven't. Is it, is it the same guy from that indie movie? That hey, indie did you watch Dope? Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Is, is it the same guy? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like that guy. That guy's cool. He's good. Yeah, okay, this is a really good cast. I'm... Dude, I'm Jack Johnson wow. as Peter Parker, dude. Oh, <laughs> nut. <laughs> he was hilarious in tag. He was so charming, too. Oh, so charming. Yeah. <laughs> when he's like, I... <laughs> it's basically rock bottom. <laughs> I like him because he's non-threatening. Yeah. He's always like... Dude, there were, I mean, spoilers for Tag if you haven't seen it, but there's one scene where I, th I thought it, they took it too far when he's like, my husband died, and he's like, oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> and he's like all smiling, all happy, and she's like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I don't think... I mean, there is definitely a part of Tag that goes so far. I don't think that was the moment. No? What moment is it? Uh, you don't have to say it, but like, give me like a hint so I get it. Like the uh, the last um, big like try attempt to tag Jeremy Renner before the wedding. Before the wedding? With the kid? That she's losing the kid? Yeah, that one? That's not like being subtle, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not very subtle. <laughs> yeah, I picked up on that. <laughs> but that's the moment that you're talking about? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that moment for sure gets heavy, but... 
I feel like... <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a dark moment, but I feel like laughing at death and like having a huge smile about a dead husband is like even darker, you know? Yeah, but we never meet the dead husband or yeah. anything like that. I, yeah. That part didn't bother me as much. Yeah, it didn't bother me. I'm just like, holy shit, this is dark. Regardless, <laughs> into the Spider Verse, we're ready. Does mm-hmm. it come out in November, or December? Uh, I'm not sure. But I want to say November though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A nice little Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. Dude, I'm so fucking excited. Have you seen The Spectacular Spider-Man? It's a cartoon. You probably haven't seen mm-hmm. it, huh? I don't know which Spider-Man cartoon I used to watch. Yeah. But I did <laughs> used to watch a Spider-Man cartoon. You probably watched time. the 90s one. There goes Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was was the best cartoon. Uh, anyways, that was our top three of the week. Now let's do the speed run. Are you ready? Let me uh, coat my vocal cords. I yeah. need to ooh and ah and boo. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, exactly. Okay. Netflix reportedly spent $12 billion on content this year. Too bad it's not good content. <laughs> Next. <laughs> so, download director... Well, Narcos, the Elisa Dalda director, Stefano Solima, will not return for Sicario number three. Not surprised. Okay. Next. <laughs> Netflix testing ultra subscriptions, which could make users pay more for the same service. Downvote. Okay. <laughs> Netflix is removing online reviews on July 30th. Didn't know they had them. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey to play Sonic the Hedgehog villain Robotnik. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like, but I'm ready for that voice to return. Mm-hmm, okay. And uh, first poster for the upcoming film Glass. That means nothing to me. <laughs> Miles Teller joins Top Gun Maverick. Woo! Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. Never seen Top Gun. Don't care for Tom Cruise. Miles Teller. Looks like a thumb. <laughs> I met I met Miles Teller. Did you, you know did? that? I did, yeah. At We're like best friends. Comic Con? We're like best friends, you know. No big deal. But that's my boy right there. Hell yeah, that's my boy. But yeah, I met him. I saw the spectacular now on Hillcrest. And, and he was there. And uh he did a QA at the end of the movie. But it was a surprise. Like, we were about to leave the theater, and then some he random just guy. Wow. Some, some random guy goes, like, <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, like, everybody. Was the guy like, with the white hair? I don't know. I don't remember. And he was like, <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me, everybody. Excuse me. Because, like, everybody was leaving. He's like, Excuse me, everybody. We're doing a special QA with the director and wow. actor of the movie. And everybody was like, <gasps> And I, wow. and I was like, <gasps> can we do that with wildlife at Landmark? Dude, do you, can you Please imagine if Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal to my city and let me see him in person? <laughs> so, yeah, After I saw Jeff Goldblum in person and we shared the same air like <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Jake, where are you, bud? Dude, I know they do a lot of Q and A's in LA, so 
just a couple hours south. Come yeah. on down, boys. Yeah, come on down to our town. The energy here is electrifying. <laughs> it's electric. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I met him. He was a cool dude. I told him I wanted to go to film school and write movies. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's no money in it unless you make it. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he was like cool man cool well to care and then like he left <laughs> he was super cool though <laughs> uh anyway so that's our news let's move on to the movie okay big spoiler alert obviously yes, spoiler if alert, you yes. haven't seen hereditary go ahead and turn us off i guess mm-hmm. um listen to us for 30 minutes to get the view, to get the listen. <laughs> Just listen for the news and then yeah. stop, I guess. Uh-huh. But then you can come back and we get a second one. Just, yeah. Anyway, yeah. spoiler mm-hmm. alert. We're spoiler talking alert. about Hereditary. Yeah, spoilers, bro. And all the shit that goes down because there's a <laughs> fucking lot. And um, in case you haven't seen Hereditary, like Olivia says, spoilers. But also, go fucking see Hereditary. This movie is awesome. If you can stomach it. Yeah. It's pretty this movie's nasty. Creepy. This movie is so creepy. Pretty nasty. Please. <laughs> we don't do that in this house. <laughs> so, do you want to start since you have your notes there and all that stuff? Well, let's just give an overview. Yeah. Um, starts out with uh, the passing of a grandmother mm-hmm. and... Um, Sort of all these weird things start happening to the family. Um, we begin to learn that the grandma, like, cursed them, basically. And she wants this daughter to... Not her daughter, her granddaughter, to become the eighth king of hell, King Paimon. Yeah. Paimon. But, but, like, we don't, we don't know that until, like, the end. Well, yeah, right? I'm yeah. just saying, like... Eventually, yeah. we learn that, and it's yeah. creepy as all hell. <laughs> but what was your initial opinion, your reaction? Did you like it? I like this movie. I, I like um, movies. I like scary movies. I don't like all scary movies, but I like scary movies that have to deal with, like, demonic shit. Okay. So, like, The Conjuring, I really, really like. I haven't seen any of The Conjuring movies. It's like or like Annabelle, those are the same, right? Yeah. So I haven't seen Annabelle Conjuring Two or whatever. I've only seen The Conjuring um, because I love Patrick Wilson. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah, and um, Vera Formiga. Yes. Right, Formiga. Yeah. Um, Bates Motel. Shout out. But <laughs> yeah, I love her. So I saw the movie, and it had to do with like some ghosty weird shit but at mm-hmm. the end they do an, an um exorcist because it turns out to be like a demon yeah so that was like really interesting rosemary's babies i love mm-hmm. um signs that has to do with ghosts i mean not signs out white noise um which is a michael keaton movie back in the okay. day okay. yeah i'm um, not a i'm not a scary movie connoisseur yeah me neither if anything but. i'm pretentious about it because i yeah I like the artsy, scary oh movies. God. It follows. It follows cool. Um, the Babadook was good. The Babadook was good too. What was the thing that the Babadook does? Is like, like with their finger, right? Oh yeah, Babadook. Yeah, I think my voice is so rough today. Yeah. Can really channel my inner 
gay icon. <laughs> Cheers to the Babadook. Um, yeah, I'm not a scary movie connoisseur. I just, I like the demonic or ghost stuff. Um, I think we can all agree the best scary movie is Scream, so case closed. <laughs> I haven't seen Scream. Are you joking? I haven't seen Scream. Or watching it. I've seen a scary movie. <laughs> it's not even in the same category at all. <laughs> Scream anyway. is in it. Anyway. Yeah. Let's stay on topic okay. for once in our lives. Yes. Let's try. So you liked it? I liked it. Um, again, it has to do with like demonic shit. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely weird because I saw the trailer. And I, but Did I saw you see like it right a, before you saw the movie, or like the couple days before you saw it. Dude, I saw it like months. Okay. I saw it like when when it got bought at Sundance. Mm-hmm. They put out the trailer, mm-hmm. and I just had forgotten like all about it until a friend of mine was like, "Hey, this movie premiered. Mm-hmm. Should we go see it?" I'm like, "Oh, is it that movie?" But like, the trailer didn't really tell me anything, mm-hmm. which is good. Cause yes. And it's refreshing. So I didn't know what the movie was about. And since this movie is so concentrated on the family for like a whole hour and a half. Yeah. For a whole hour and a half. It's like I'm an like, hour 15. I was actually oh, okay. keeping time the other day. <laughs> an hour 15, I was like, what the fuck is this movie about? I was getting like really frustrated. Okay. But that's like my fault. Mm-hmm. That's just my frustration of, I don't know what the fuck this movie is about, which mm-hmm. is weird for me mm-hmm. because I read a lot about movies and trailers and all yeah. that stuff. So that's like my, that's not the movie's fault. Um, I do think it takes a long time for the movie to start with the, I guess they're... The like witchcraft. The witchcraft. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. Well, and that's the big criticism of it. Is that's that the big criticism. There's two movies there's in two it. two movies, uh-huh. The family drama that mm-hmm. focuses on grief and like yeah. how you deal with losing people that are Mm -hmm. such a big deal in your life yeah and then there's the movie about possession and Mm -hmm. um like psychosis and yeah psychological what happens when you mess with the wrong grandma dude (laughs) that grandma was crazy and we never even see her act we only see pictures of her but we only see pictures and we and we see a scene corpse but a corpse, yeah. But we also see a scene where she's like calling the granddaughter before she dies. Remember? And then that's not the grandma. That's just a random lady that was also in the like coven, I think. No, 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 no. So there's two. There's oh, you're right. You're right. The one with but the we bonfire only see her from behind. The one with the bonfire. Remember? Yeah. We see her from behind. Yeah. Fucking creepy as fuck. Yeah, I I saw it twice. The first time I saw it, you're brave. I was... You're brave. I could feel myself throughout the movie curling in on myself. <laughs> and, like, I pulled my legs onto the seat. My arms wrapped around me. I yeah. was, like, covering my face partially. Uh-huh. Just, like, I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's such a visceral movie. It's pretty nasty as i said before (laughs) i ended up sleeping with my light on because i always think something's gonna get me this time i thought it was tony colette Uh ma'am i'm sorry (laughs) 
but yeah so I have kind of mixed feelings about it I think there's some images in there that are just so disturbing and mm-hmm. absolutely sinister in every sense of the word yeah but there's also things that I loved about it okay um like what First of all, I'm a fucking slut for A24. So, <laughs> those a, guys know what they're doing. Thank you. Yeah, but they they really do know what they're doing, dude. It makes me so happy. Like thank every you. thank you A24 <laughs> for my life. Every every film, if it's not a winner, at least it does something interesting, you know. I'm going to say not every film necessarily, no? but in the past yeah. Maybe three years. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old A24. Uh, Spring Breakers was like 2011. Spring Breakers was A24 too. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Was it 2011? 2011, 2012, around yeah. that. Yeah. So I would say like the last maybe three years. Uh huh. Every movie that A24 has put out has been a knockout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like the technical aspects of this film, the cinematography, the way that everything there's no jump scares in it at all everything just creeps into your view yeah the camera moves super slow and like they totally take their time Mm -hmm. showing what they want to and i think that's a really powerful thing for a director to have control of is knowing exactly what images they want on the screen and being able to manifest that Mm-hmm. Not everyone can make that happen, and they did a really good job with that. Especially, especially for the first movie. Yeah, yeah. For a directorial debut, <laughs> oh my god! When I saw this movie, I didn't think it was a directorial debut because this movie is like, it looks like every scene is not an accident. Like it's the way no, the camera. Every single thing in this movie is intentional. Uh huh. The way the camera moves, like the the uh, the set design, like everything was so like. Like, how do you say, like, purpose, you know? Purposeful, yes. Uh Uh-huh, so, like, I had no idea this was a debut film. And it's not a perfect movie. The script, the story itself kind of is not fully realized. Mm Mm-mm. But as a movie, just watching it to watch it, I think there's a certain amount of satisfaction. I know a lot of people didn't like the ending. That was my favorite part. I thought the ending was really good. <laughs> that I was love my favorite witchy part. movies, first of all. Yeah. I really liked The Witch. Mm-hmm. Which also, I, A24. Which, yeah, <laughs> which I have to see. Um, but what I think maybe my favorite aspect of the movie is <clears throat> the way that we, s- we are almost able to see the witchcraft happening, but they never show anyone do a spell Mm-hmm. Like even when Tony Collette recites the incantation to start the seance, yeah. she's off screen. Uh huh. But oh, there's so much. There's so many like little hints and details. It blows my mind. <laughs> when I can just list a couple if you want. Yeah, I can go, go ahead. Off right now, dude. Go wild, man. Um, I go wild on fucking Top Gun. Go wild on this one, okay? So, the first one I picked up on, the first time I saw it, was the image of, like, bowing and crouching. I didn't notice mm-hmm. it until the mm-hmm. very end in the treehouse. Yeah. The final scene when everyone's bowing, bowing to yeah. King Payman. Mm-hmm. But it's the exact same, like, 
distortion of your body or position yeah that tony colette takes maybe like what half an hour into the movie when charlie's killed and she starts grieving she's crying in her bedroom Mm -hmm. on the floor and she just keeps she's basically bowing to okay just her the way that she's grieving and all her pain is coming out physically and she's just she can't help but bow and it Mm -hmm. as soon as i saw that i knew it was important yeah I just thought, wow, this is a very powerful performance. But uh-huh. then later I realized, oh, well, she's going to be bowing for a different reason. <laughs> or the same reason, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty late in the movie, Tony Collette's like rifling through all her mom's stuff. Yeah. So that she can try and figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> she finds her book that mm-hmm. has the picture of King Payman. Yeah. And he's carrying a staff. Okay. And so the staff at the very top, there's a hand that's like pointing downwards, basically. So it oh. looks like an arm sticking up uh-huh. and the hand's pointing down. And that's what happens. And that's with, what happens with the son. Yeah. He's in class and his hand just jerks up. Yeah. Basically when he's possessed, right? Uh-huh. Or yeah. it's almost he's possessed. He's getting possessed. Yeah. He gets po- like fully possessed later. Yeah. Right before but- he goes into the treehouse after he jumps out the window. Mm. that's when the light do you remember that there's like the little lightning thing that goes through the rooms yeah it only happens a couple times it goes the into little circle him at the very end yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. it hadn't before so it was almost like creeping into him piece by piece dude when when the <laughs> when the classroom part happened that he was like his arm was extended and the hand pointing down but then his face dude is like so weird like it's because his face is supposed to be the allergic reaction that Charlie had. So his like lips are all oh, puffy. Oh, interesting. No, Sebastian, everything in this movie is so intentional. Yeah. It's crazy. Dude, that, that is interesting right there. I'm glad you saw it twice for the both of us. I can't see it twice. There's, and then there's another point when that happens to him. He's yeah. like smoking weed under the bleachers. Mm-hmm. And the yes, guys are just talking around him, part. but he can't breathe. His throat closes up. I remember that part. So, yeah. piece by piece, he's getting possessed. Yeah. By his sister's spirit mm-hmm. and King Payman, which are apparently one and the same. Yeah. But, <clears throat> yeah, there's some good stuff. Dude, what, um, I was, what I was going to say is that when that scene happens and he's like getting possessed and then. He slams his head. He's slamming his head against the desk, but he slams his head so hard that he actually kind of like wakes up, but he starts screaming, freaking the fuck out like crazy. That was, I think that's my favorite scene probably of the whole movie, honestly. Well, Alex Wolf's performance is Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. He does such a good job. He does. Yeah. Those brothers are fucking talented, I mean, dude. Timothy Chalamet, who? <laughs> this is the young actor of a generation. Dude, those, yeah, those two brothers are talented. Nat Wolf is in Death Note. I haven't watched that. I only saw Fault in Our Stars. Uh huh. I didn't see Paper Towns either. Okay. But. Death Note is. He's Death- kind of, I mean, he's okay to me. Yeah. I don't really have an opinion on him. But Death- Alex Wolf, I'm here for him. <laughs> Death I have Note. all his movies on my watch list now. 
Jumanji included. Jumanji included. Yeah. My friend Dahmer. I don't know what that movie. It's about Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. Who's a serial killer in the seventies? Had no idea. Played by Ross Lynch, Disney Channel star of Teen Beach Movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my. F- I think that was my favorite scene of the whole movie. That and the ending. I loved the ending. Then, like, I don't know why people would say they have criticisms yeah, I, well, of that. I think it's just such a different tone from the rest of the movie. Yeah, it's very mystical almost and super yeah um i think it's just it's just a very a very different aesthetic even from the rest of the movie mm-hmm. so it, i think it's a little bit jarring when people see that um makes sense and genuinely like the story itself it does shift from the family drama to the supernatural yeah story mm-hmm. and it's not done super well the transition mm-hmm. it's sort it's of two like different movies. you snap your fingers and the yeah. lady says i went to a seance and everything goes to fucking shit yeah so i understand why people didn't like the ending i really liked the ending me too so like i can respect other people's opinions <laughs> and i get it but it worked for me i can respect them but i also know that they're wrong Nah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, honestly, I'm just ready to see his next movie. Ari Aster. Dude, what I was going to ask you is. kill me. What did he do before this? Um, I think he just has one short film that's maybe okay. like 20 minutes. I haven't seen it. Because. But I, it's on his IMDb page. Okay, because um, this movie is like very, very good. And like you said, has like a lot of meaning and just like everything has a purpose on it and a lot of like foreshadowing and then a lot of um, adult, like uh, symbolism or imagery, like interesting imagery. Mm-hmm. It's, it has so much of that. Like I find it so crazy that this is the first movie. Right. Like, like I feel like maybe he did like music videos before or like he had like, he, he must have had some kind of experience because... Cause, dude, this is like this. This if like if you could have an Oscar for a first movie, like all the like like all the nominees will be like first time directors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like this for sure would win a Best Picture. As of right now, is like very interesting movie and he's really done a cool. couple shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but this One, is his two, first film. Three, four, five, six, seven shorts. Okay. Okay, yeah, but, but this is his first film. This is his first yeah. big film. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. The way you were putting it, I just thought, like, he... He went to the American Film Institute. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be good, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. AFI. <laughs> AFI? Who? who? Her? <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say from your notes? Um, I don't know what my favorite scene was. No. But I feel like Tony Collette's best scene mm-hmm. was the dream sequence when the she goes into sequence. Peter's room, her son. Okay. And she says, I never wanted to be your mother. 
Turns out she was dreaming, right? It turns out she was dreaming, yeah. but we don't know that until she wakes up. Uh-huh. It's the way that she says that, and it's almost like it's being pulled out of her. Mm-hmm. Like she has no control over it. That's what I felt that, that was happening, yeah. I felt like I could see the words being pulled out of her. Yeah. And she was trying to stuff them back in, but she, mm-hmm. you can't take that back, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and it quickly goes downhill. We, we finally see, earlier her, she had mentioned that she used to sleepwalk and yeah. once covered her kids in lighter <laughs> fluid and struck a match. Which is, her excuse was that she was sleepwalking, but... There's no excuse for that. But, but I mean, like, what the fuck? Like, you got the lighter fluid from the garage, and then uh, you got matches? Actually, but, eh? yeah, it was paint thinner. So it was actually oh, okay. probably in her studio. Uh-huh. But still. Where did she get the match, though? Probably the kitchen, you know? Right, right. So, like, she had to go from upstairs to downstairs, and then upstairs again, because that was where the rooms are at. Yeah. Like, no, she wasn't sleepwalking. <laughs> She's fucking crazy. There is, There was a criticism I read that they didn't show that. Uh-huh. But the fact, I think, that they show him, uh, Peter, drenched and her drenched, and then she lights another match. I thought that was very powerful. Mm-hmm. Just to, also the way that they're, like, screaming at each other and just yeah. sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that she'll get nominated for an Oscar for it, but I would. I hope that she gets some recognition for yeah. her performance because Toni Collette did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. She lost her mind for the role, and you can't ask anything more than that. I think, I hope she gets nominated, especially for the scene when um, Charlie dies her daughter yes that scene was like not to get dark on this podcast but which part because when she finds out that charlie's dead it's in the car we only see peter and we only see him hearing his mom yeah lose her mind basically yeah but there's um there's a scene in the bedroom where she's like i just want to die and she's bowing (laughs) and yeah yeah uh uh-huh and she's bowing not to get dark but i've had a, a few deaths Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like how you like it's so realistic in how you feel yeah. that you just want to die, and it got really dark. My bad, but no, I've I've read several people say this is exactly what it feels like. Yeah, to grieve mm-hmm. a family member for a long time. What I thought this movie was gonna be about is that she was grieving and she was grieving so much. The pain, the pain was so much that she would just out of stress and out of sadness and depression, she would mm-hmm. just go crazy. And then the scary movie or the scary part will come that she will get crazy and you know something's kind of wrong with her with the pain thinner information, you know? So I thought something was just going to like snap on her and then she she was going to try and like kill her family. Right. Kind of like The Shining. Right. I thought that's what the movie was going. It's not. (laughs) But it's not at all. Yeah. But for a long time, that's what I thought was going. But... Yeah, this uh, this movie is pretty realistic in the grieving process, mm-hmm. and the way Tony Collette just says those like words, "I just want to die screaming, crying." I was like, "Wow!" I think that scene, like, I think she would hopefully she will get nominated because the way she played a grieving mother, mm-hmm. it's just like, I mean, spot on. 
for me, the scariest parts are um, the last like 10 minutes uh-huh. when Peter's just woken up <laughs> and it's in the middle of the night and he's yeah. trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And every room he walks into, she's like on the ceiling, like holding herself up. Yeah. And <laughs> that's why I had to keep my lights on. So that she wouldn't be in the corners of my room. (laughs) That is fucking crazy. But there's a part where he's turning around because he senses that she's up there. Mm -hmm. And he turns around and she's not there. But we can see behind him like a... She's wearing like a white robe. Yeah. And we can see it fluttering away (laughs) through the doorway. And it's just so... It's terrifying. (laughs) It's fucking creepy. (laughs) dude um i i felt like i was tony colette watching this because this movie reached down my throat and pulled gasps out of me that i had no control over did your movie theater like react the first movie theater i was in the there were people behind us that were talking through the movie and like clucking and what which is fucking asshole annoying yeah and they were making uh, Spider-Man jokes when she was on the ceiling. And I was like, okay, dudes, like, this is not helping me. That was the, the second, first time. What, yeah. When I went the other day, uh-huh. actually on the 4th of July. Uh-huh. <laughs> Happy America. Um, <laughs> I think it was two rows in front of me. Okay. There were four grandmas sitting together watching it. And I was like, I'm about to be cursed. <laughs> <laughs> They're the they're like what the movie is based about. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I hope these women know what they're in for. <laughs> but um, yeah, the second one was a much better audience to see uh-huh. it with because everyone. I've realized that I love seeing scary movies at the theater. Me too. Because it's a collective experience, mm-hmm. and we're all reacting to the same thing. Yeah. So I could hear everyone, or I could hear a couple people just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And that doesn't bother me because I'm feeling the exact same way. Like, thank you for saying that sort of hushed in uh-huh. a theater full of other people. Like, yeah, we're all feeling that. <laughs> and at the end, the first movie I saw, it didn't happen. But in this one, when the like final shot when they're in the treehouse yeah but it's kind of zoomed out and it's just Mm -hmm. floating in pitch blackness okay and then it goes black and they play the sort of upbeat song for the credits yeah everyone in my showing we all started laughing just to release whatever we had just experienced it's fucking uncomfortable yeah it's so unsettling yeah so we all started laughing yeah and I know that other people experience that in their viewings as well. Mm -hmm. So it was just very, I don't know. It's certainly an experience. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you about my showing. I had the best, um, crowd I've had in like, since I saw the Avengers in 2011. Really? You didn't have a good crowd for the quiet place or a quiet place? I had a good crowd for The Quiet Place in the sense that they were quiet. <laughs> but I feel like they didn't respond that much to the movie. Mm-hmm. 
but they paid attention to this to the movie but this one like i could hear people like hushing like what the fuck what is happening oh my god yeah and then nobody talked um when tony collette is on the ceiling there were no mm-hmm. Spider-Man jokes. People mm-hmm. were just going, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was sitting next to my friend, and next to him was a guy. And my friend and that guy became kind of like friends in the movie because they... The, it's the, kind of a traumatic experience. Yeah, the guy next to him and my friend, at the same time, they both put their arms up, like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> So, like, they saw that, and they were like, hey. And then they started being like, dude, what is happening? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like, that's what I miss about the movie theater. When the movies were good, like, everybody would be so excited and so respectful. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, like, you get people with their cell phones, you get people cracking jokes, you get... Yeah. Yeah, it's horrible, but... There was a point in the movie where... The girl, she was sitting a couple seats away from me, but we uh-huh. were in the same row. Uh-huh. And she got up and I think she went to the bathroom. Okay. And I was just like, how can you leave right now? <laughs> um, I just, I want to point out something that is not like a big part of this movie, mm-hmm. but I feel like when it does it, it mm-hmm. does it very well. This movie is very funny at times. Yes, it is. <laughs> he has really good timing. Yeah. The director. Yeah. Especially with the husband, when one of my favorite scenes with the husband is when he comes in, he sees the the sculpture, the miniature that Tony Collette is doing of the accident. Yeah, and he just asks like point blank, like "What the fuck is wrong with you?" But it's so funny, and also when Tony well, Collette, well, when she her response, her response it's was not bullshit. about him. It's, it's a bullshit. completely neutral perspective. Uh, for, yeah. I <laughs> no, yeah. That girl... It's, it's because his humor, parts of it, is based in the uncomfortableness of yeah. absolute honesty. Mm-hmm. And, like, the vindication that the character thinks that they're in the right. Yeah. When the audience is like, wait, what, what the fuck? Yeah, this is so yeah. messed up. And then my other... <laughs> that I literally, like... I My whole theater laughed, but I was, like... I was <laughs> laughing so much is when they're having the dinner... And Tony Collette just snaps and is like, you always have that fucking face, that fuck fucking face. Can't you change your face or some shit or some, some weird shit like that? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, dude. I just thought it was like super funny. And then, but it, but then it I also turns like. I think I laughed at like, that part too. Huh? I think I laughed at that as well. Yeah. But then. It gets really uncomfortable. It gets like real really fast. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. Like. When somebody dies and you grieve, like you, like you immediately blame someone. It could be yourself. It could be some somebody else. Mm-hmm. So you're looking for like, if I didn't do this, he wouldn't have gone out that night. If, right. So. Well, and I, there's it's the hypocrisy, I guess, of her mm-hmm. telling him that he has to own up to what he did. Yeah, which when he she's didn't the do. The one who carries most of the blame. Yeah, because she didn't want to go, and just because she was being antisocial yeah which was who she was yeah but i feel like i mean they they are both at fault at the end what tony collette because but are they because yeah it was all predetermined mm-hmm. in a sense so that that's one thing that that's i a- noticed more the second time around is like who really is at fault yeah is it the grandma because she 
curse them? Is it mm-hmm. Tony Collette for making her go out? Is mm-hmm. it uh, Peter for doing drugs and yeah. not being and not supervising? Like you know? what? What really is to blame? Is yeah. it the girls who put nuts in the cake? <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. Um, I that, think that aspect of it wasn't yeah perfectly told. I so. think that's my big criticism of this mm-hmm. movie. And I've told you before that if you start to look at the plot, it's like a lot messy. has to happen. It's messy for sure. Yeah. It's interesting because he makes it interesting and he makes it unsettling and, enter- and entertaining. But mm-hmm. if you look at the plot, it's like, okay, so the grandma had to die to like... To make the daughter die. To or make the, yeah, to, to make the die. daughter die. But if the daughter wouldn't have died, like, in, like, a few years, like, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, she, the daughter had to die, but also the brother had to kind of, like, kill her. And, and then, to because be he would, had to be vulnerable. Uh-huh, he had to be vulnerable, so they had to find, like, a situation to be, like, possessed. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, a lot of, like, things that have, like, need yeah. to happen for this movie to, like, make sense at the end. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a lot of coincidence and a lot of like, yeah. I don't know. But it's, it's not perfectly told, yeah. but it's, I think it, there's still a certain satisfaction that you can walk away with it. Yeah. From. It's a really good movie. Walk away from it with. Let's just talk about the ending and then we'll be done. How about that? One question I have is, okay. why did everyone have to lose their heads? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not even something that has to be answered, but yeah, like, Pretty much, I don't think they show the dad, like, he just gets charbroiled, but... <laughs> Dude, that part was crazy. Charlie loses her head. Yeah. Tony Collette... Loses her head. Loses her head. Well, she does it on purpose. She like, she doesn't lose it. She takes off, which is insane. Yeah. The grandma loses her head. Does she? Well, the grandma... Oh, she does. When she first dies... Yeah she's full in the casket mm-hmm. but when she's found in the attic when she's uh, tony colette brought her up to the attic i guess tony colette cut her head off because yeah it's not there i know yeah you're right um the when she's in therapy or in the grieving circle uh-huh and she's sort of rambling about her life yeah she says her brother hanged himself yeah you're right which is separating head from body, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of mm-hmm. that sort of head imagery. It's yeah, very interesting. I but think also, he's like, she was trying to put people inside me. Like, grandma tried to have payment in her son. She just had to wait for her grandchildren to come along. Yeah. Oh, that's true, huh? That's what happened. They said he was schizophrenic, but he just had yeah. a Yeah, he was just being mama. fucking possessed. Yeah, I'm so glad you watched it twice. Um, this is those were the little things that yeah. just made me so. It didn't make me happy, but it made me appreciate it so much more. Your suffering makes me happy. <laughs> um, I think just the simplest answer is that King Paimon, his favorite like tribute is heads. That's my. I mean, there doesn't even there doesn't have to be an answer for it. Yeah. And it's almost better if there isn't. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was kind of an interesting uh, mm-hmm. pattern to have. Yeah, is I like the mythology that they 
like they built. I don't know if King Payman is like, I don't know the story of King Payman mm-hmm. and that there's like, like seven like a real deity of some sort, or like the yeah like the eighth king of hell. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. If that's like in witchcraft, or, I would or like, think so. Or like some other culture. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either, but. It's definitely an interesting like mythology mm-hmm, for I sure agree. that there's eight kings. You should of watch hell. the witch because it reminded me a lot of the witch yeah? in the pacing. Uh huh. Um, the witch doesn't really have jump scares either. Mm-hmm. It has a very intentional camera. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the story like the tension between the parents and the kids. Yeah. That well, one is also I think really well done. The witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it um maybe i'll watch it today because i'm seeing my girlfriend and she likes scary movies okay so just be prepared for ye old english because it's puritans and it's oh yeah kind of hard to take sometimes okay i'll but, put subtitles like, yeah i'll be fine uh let's just talk about the ending real quick and then we'll finish sure um so tony colette like fucking like sauce off like her head with piano wire. With like, piano wire. Is she just hovering in air? She is. All right. And, and so... She, yeah. Because it, it looks like she could be hanging. No. From a just, gallows. Just the way that her body is positioned yeah, and falling. Uh-huh. Um, That's but true. But she's just pulling the piano wire through her neck, which <laughs> yeah. is wild. It's visceral, dude. It's brutal. Um, I got nauseous when I was watching it because the blood spurts out. Yeah. Please don't do that. Um, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I had to like kind of turn away. That was really hard for me to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the, so understandably, Peter bolts out the window like, bye. Yeah, just like fucking like, I'm out of here. And just like, boom, breaks out through the window, through the second floor. And we're like, we see him and then you can hear she like got through the last because it oh yeah and the and the head like drops piano wire and it speeds up and there's less and less to cut through Uh uh-huh oh it's yeah and then and then you hear and then you hear like a thump like you hear the thump of her body Uh on the ground um yeah wow and then you see the little spark or electricity whatever uh it is Mm -hmm. uh sort of settle on peter's body yeah yeah. He, yeah, he stands up and walks over, no? Well, he stands up, he's looking kind of weird, and then he goes... Yes. And that's how we know that. Yes, yes, yes. He's been possessed, officially, mm-hmm. he's been possessed. And then Tony Colette's body floats down from the attic. From the attic to the treehouse. Uh, tree yeah. And, and then... follows it. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the treehouse, and everybody's there naked and or without heads. They're all old people. They're all old people. They're the worshippers. They're the worshippers, yeah. Satan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they, they start saying, long live King Payman. Hail. Hail King... Yeah, hail King Payman. Hail King Payman. And then the movie ends. Hello. Joan is there. <laughs> She's the only one wearing clothes. Yeah. And she gives oh, yeah, Peter the true. crown because we there's like the model there's a model figure yeah like, like a, a drawing model mm-hmm. and the hands are in the position of King Payman mm-hmm. that we saw in the picture yeah and then Charlie's head distended and nasty is sitting on top <sighs> and they take the 
the balsa wood crown because yeah. the mom used balsa wood in her projects. Uh-huh. Oh. And then uh, they put it on Peter. And Peter's now Charlie slash King Payman. Like, dude. Okay. I, I, I know it's not going to happen, but imagine if they do a sequel. They, and- I would not want to see a sequel. I just want to see a sequel or like, not a sequel, but just an explanation of like, so what does this mean? No. I you want to. You can't have an explanation. Because that's the point is. Yeah. I, movies that try to over explain and make everything have a meaning. Mm-hmm. Usually fail. Yeah. That's why I think something like this, something like It Follows works really well. Is because you don't have to answer every question because mm-hmm. you can't answer every question. That's how life works. Mm-hmm. So even if it's something supernatural, like you can't always solve the problem. I just I just want to see a crossover between this and Constantine with Keanu, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great crossover. You can't say that I'm wrong. <laughs> I never saw it. Uh, basically, he fights like Satan. Yeah. Or I, he's I mean, trying I get to. The premise. Yeah. I'm more of a oh god, Castiel fan. But <laughs> um, before we go, I just want to recommend that if you like this movie, see Rosemary's Baby mm-hmm. because it's so similar. There's like Rosemary's Baby reboot, basically. Different cinematography, different um, style. Your different style, different story, but the similarities are so alike. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you like this movie, just give Rosemary's Baby a try. Yeah, I would say the same of The Witch. Uh-huh. Okay. The Witch, as I say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And Can you think of anything else? No, just uh, Rosemary's Baby. Honestly, I would say The Sixth Sense. Because I, I Sixth watched Sense? it recently. Mm-hmm. And seeing Toni Collette's performance there and her yeah. performance here. So much respect. <laughs> uh, I think that was, I think that's it. How about you? I'll never stop thinking about this movie, so <laughs> okay, let's now, just close it out. <laughs> before we go, I just want to tell you that I think this new format was a success because we talked about the news for 30 minutes and we've been talking about the movie for 40 minutes. Bravo so, to yes. us. Uh-huh. Wow. Give us a That's just a how whoop, captivating Miss Colette is. Can we get can we get a raise the roof, please? Whoop whoop. <laughs> okay, uh, that's all for <laughs> all for today. Anyways, this has been uh, Best Film Friends. Thank you so much for listening. Olivia, thank you so much. Thank you. Tune yes. in next week for another mm-hmm. rambling, tangent-filled yes. discussion of American cinema. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably do Ant-Man. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah. We'll if see, we can but get any non-peak price I know, showings. <laughs> I know. I can move it fast. Anyways, thank you so much. This has been uh, Best Film Friends. Thank you. Thank you. Have a have good a great day. Have a great rest of your day. Yes, bye-bye.